and welcome to Money Chats with Bounce Financial. I'm your host, Ben Brett. And I am Cara Brett. And if you haven't listened to this podcast before, this is the podcast where we help professional families who are navigating all of life's big financial transitions. So if that sounds like you, be sure to subscribe and check us out on Instagram at Bounce Financial. Uh, before we kick off, I just want to highlight that the information we provide in this podcast is general in nature and it doesn't take into account your personal circumstances. So you should consider the relevance of this and seek advice before acting. And if you are looking for good financial advisors, you should check out Bounce Financial. <laughs> we are very good financial advisors. True. And if you want to reach out, obviously feel free to go to our website to do so. Bouncefinancial.com.au. Uh, today is our season finale podcast. So season three is done. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't listened to any of our podcasts before, now is probably not the best episode to start on. <laughs> well, it might give you a taste of the ones you may want to go and listen to, right? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, what we're going to do today is we're going to summarize, I guess, some of the episodes and some of the key things that we talked about. Yep. Uh, so do you want to kick it off? You want to talk about episode one? Episode one. Uh, okay, what to do when the share market is crashing. <laughs> uh-huh. I liked this one. This was good. Look, I think the thing about this one is it's quite relevant for the time period. Yes. Um, still now. Yeah. But it is relevant in future cycles. The market goes up and down. And so it's whilst it might not relate in a couple of years' time, Yes. it's like just a really good reminder of how the share market works and yeah. how you should think about it, right? A little bit of audio magic. We're actually recording this about three months before it's probably going to hit. Uh-huh. So <laughs> hopefully things have turned around. That would be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. Um, I guess some of the, the things we really talked about is that, you know, investing is – Human beings aren't really designed to invest. Like all of our instincts work against us in this circumstance. Um, So really it's a a big part of investing to understand what our natural inclinations are and to identify, look, is this just me panicking Mm. or is this an actual change I need to make? Yeah. And, and, And one of the things we talked about a lot is don't panic. The first thing you don't do is panic. Yes. But then we talked about, I guess, some of the actual data and how the markets work and the time periods you need to think about. And I think I think that for a lot of people, that episode is such a good one just to get like this base understanding of it. Because typically share markets or the market just feels like people don't know what it is. Like yeah. I don't it's like wizardry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think too, looking at like the, the history, you know, this isn't the first share market crash we've had. We have them every couple of years. And so looking at the history of these things and how they pans out can kind of make you feel a little bit better about mm. what's going to happen, what it's going to look like. And for a lot of people, share market crashes are a great opportunity. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're, they're actually good times for a lot of people that are in the accumulation mode. Uh, episode two, the disadvantages of a one income household. Yeah. I loved talking about this because I can often find when I'm talking to people, they go, we earn a lot of money, but why does it not feel like it? Yes. And you know, the difference between this, you know, one couple versus another where one has all the income coming from one person, but then the other one, it's split between two. Complete different is how much money comes into the family. Yeah. And I, and like this really highlighted that, which I loved. Yeah, and I think too, uh, once you start having children, it, it is such a shock to the financial system with mm. time out of work. I mean, everyone is surprised at how much daycare costs when they first find out about it. Um, so yeah, just explaining, I guess, what you're in for if you do have a one-income household, was it seemed to resonate. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Cool. 
Episode three, gaming the tax system, retiring or taking extended leave. I liked this because it actually came up based on someone you know taking extended leave. Yes. <laughs> the idea behind it. Um, but this really comes down to how timing can be really important. Yeah. I, I've copped a lot of criticism on these podcasts that I, I make very boring names for these. So this was my foray into uh, <laughs> having a bit of a clickbaity, Clickbait. cool title. Yeah, um, we'll work on it. We're good. We're yeah, good. <laughs> I mean, despite the title, it wasn't really about gaming the tax system, but it was really taking into account, like, timing can be everything with tax. Yeah. And tax is a big part of investing, arguably bigger than investment returns. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's some, some great little tips in there if you are looking to take extended leave or maternity leave or paternity leave sort of thing. So yeah. Then episode four, superannuation, what you need to know. So basically back to the really boring titles from here. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. I mean, super is exciting to me. So, uh, superannuation can be confusing, right? Uh, and I think what we really tried to do in this is go, what are the most important things you actually need to know about? Yeah. As opposed to trying to get down into the weeds and the complexity of it all. Yeah. You, you and me love superannuation and learning all the little sure. things. But for most of my clients, they don't need to know every tiny little aspect, mm-hmm. right? But they need to know the basics of how it works. So I guess what we're trying to achieve in this is what are the things that we think are really important as a base level to know? Yeah. And then everything after that is kind of a bonus, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm, cool. Episode five, paying off your mortgage versus investing. Yes. I mean, this is this is such a question we get all the time, right? Yeah. We're constantly getting, should we invest? Should we pay off the mortgage? So we did definitely talk about the pros and cons of each of these um, and probably with a bit of a guise of, you know, why not do both the taco ad? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but understanding that how this relates to your personal situation matters yeah I, I see this all the time on the internet like i check out sort of you know facebook groups and things like that and all the time this question comes up should i pay off my mortgage or should i invest and a lot of the responses from different people are one or the other like they'll just say oh you should be investing or you should mm-hmm. do this or and what they don't take into account is that that's the, the per like the person responding that's what's suiting them in their life they're not taking into account the original poster's yeah. life you know, and I guess we gave some key examples of, you know, if you're upgrading your house in the future or maybe putting more towards your mortgage makes sense. If you're in the house of your dreams and it's not changing, okay, well, maybe investing makes a little more sense. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, examples where, like, it makes sense to do both or a combination of both or how you're going to go about it. So Yeah. Cool. Episode six, barefoot investor buckets, why they don't work and how you can make them work. Now we're going back to clickbaiting. Okay, cool. I'm doing my best. <laughs> Um, this, you know, a lot of people and a lot of people we work with and we talk to have read and done the Barefoot Investor. Yep. And largely we love it. Yeah. But we do have some differences in opinion in how we do these things. Yep. Um, and so we really talked about why maybe the percentage system doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. I think most of my clients have read the Barefoot Investor probably tried to implement the buckets and found that they were relatively good for a period of time. But the same comment comes up over and over again. That's we sort of fell off the bucket system. It didn't really work for us in the end. Um, And so it's really just about how do we tailor this uh, to your particular circumstances so you can have a better outcome, right? Yep. Hmm. Cool. Episode seven, what happens when you run out of superannuation? 
Yeah, I mean, again, just thinking about some of the conversations you have with people and uh, with some people, not everyone, there is the assumption that you put money into super and you'll get money for the rest of your life. Yeah. And that's not necessarily the case. And again, probably one of our sadder episodes, (laughs) but really wanting to highlight the truth behind how these things work, how the government, you know, steps in and where it doesn't step in. Yeah. A lot of our listeners to this podcast are sort of, you know, late 30s early 40s sort of thing Mm. and they have time to fix and change these things and and unfortunately i guess you and i see clients in their sort of 60s for the first time uh and there's not a whole lot we can do to sort of change their situation but if you're in that you know if you're 40 plus now's the time to really be taking super seriously yeah uh, because once you hit 60 you're going to really wish you did well and i always say this i'm like if you are 40 and haven't this is the time to take super seriously because you have another 20 years of working life and you can do so much with them. Yeah. And I always think too in terms of percentages. So, you know, a lot of these tips and tricks around super, it might, you know, give you a 2% or a 3% better outcome. Now, later on in life, you've got such a big number in super that that 3% can easily pay for the cost of advice or, Mm. um, you know, it's, it's very easy to get some big financial wins when you've got a larger amount invested. So... Yeah, good time to do that. Uh, Episode eight, family trusts and how to use them. Mm. I mean, another another conversation that we have a lot, I guess the point out is that family trusts are structures that can be used, but they actually aren't necessarily a the trick. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes people ask us about how do we dodge paying tax or how do we make as much money as possible? Can I use a family trust? It's not really the trick. It's just a structure that can be used in some scenarios. Yeah. I I think there's a bit of a mythology around family trusts, like Mm. rich people have them and they're they're really great. Um, And to be honest, in in certain circumstances, they're they're wonderful. Like They're a great structure. I've set them up for clients, um, but they don't suit everyone. And, you know, like all things in finance, it's like, you know, they come with cost um, and yeah. they suit some people and they don't suit others. And just understanding what what's the reason for it in the first place. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we just sort of talk about that. Yeah. All good sort of financial planning starts with your plan around your life, right? So something like a family trust, having really solid ideas of when you're going to be working, when you're not going to be working, when you're going to retire, that, that's where these things really come in and can be quite powerful. Mm. Cool. Question for you. Yeah. What was your favourite one of the season? I think I liked episode one the best. The the crashing of oh, the share market. Crashing of the share yeah, market. Yeah, there's just yeah. some like really interesting, I guess, analysis that has been done just because everyone's thought about this. Yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, we gave some time frames in terms of how long it takes for a, a, a market to bust and then go back up historically sort of thing. And I think, you know, sometimes when the market is crashing, you just think that it's going to be like that forever. Mm. And I think the, the average time is somewhere along the lines of three years. Yeah. Uh, which is really quite a short period when you think about the time. You know, if you're retired, for example, you're retired for 30 years. Yeah. Um, you're going to go through many of these market cycles. But when you are in that three-year period or, you know, air quotes, three-year period, yes. it feels uncomfortable, doesn't it? And it feels like it goes forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's never going to change. Mm-hmm. What about you? What uh, episode did you like the most? Oh, uh, look, I just think they were all so good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think... Next season, I'm going to make you do the titles so that uh, so I can offer the criticisms. I mean, overall, one of the, the um, things I really liked about this season was that they were short, sharp, and that we talked about 
conversations we have on a weekly basis. Mm. Like they are legitimate client questions we get and we we literally just like what are the questions we're getting all the time and how can we quickly answer them you know in this conversational way yeah so i really loved that typically about the the season that we did but i think i i liked episode two which was the disadvantages of one income household yes and that's because when we're talking to people who are going on maternity leave it's really hard for them to understand the benefits of going back part-time versus not or you know one partner working more and i feel like that's the fun trick of going hey if you do this you've got ten thousand dollars more a year like i love those little those little strategy pieces it's rare in in finance that there is a trick but yeah. that, that can almost be a little bit of a trick, yeah. a little bit of a way of trying to get a well, bit extra money. we don't like to call it a trick. We like to call it strategy. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it is those strategies that I, I personally really like that can really alleviate the pressure of people. So that's that's one for me. Yeah, for sure. I'm surprised you didn't pick episode four, Superannuation. What you need to know is your favorite. It's so surprising, isn't it? <laughs> uh, we'd love to hear from you what your favorite is. So feel free to write into our Facebook, uh, Bounce Financial, with your favorite. And, and if you want to hear anything if you have any questions you know reach out and we'll address them in future podcasts yeah because we are going to start planning season four mm, which is exciting have fun awesome all right until next time guys we'll see you then all right cheers